Star Wars 7x7 episode 1432 today. The official scoundrel business episode for week two of Solo A Star Wars Stories release. And unfortunately, it seems like the worst fears are coming true. Punch it, Chewie. This is Todd Vander Hayden. I'm a national Canadian television anchor with CTV News and a syndicated radio host. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. So it's nice to be back with you after a weekend away. Yes, I did record a few of the previous episodes in advance. So now here we are back up to speed in real time, and I'm catching up on what happened with Solo, a Star Wars story over the weekend. And unfortunately, it was not what we would hope for. 29.3 million in weekend grosses, which... Bright side moment actually still makes it the number one movie in America for the time being. Deadpool came in second, but bizarrely enough, Deadpool actually did better overseas this weekend than Solo A Star Wars Story did. So here we are with a 10-day total, and this is including the Thursday previews of just shy of 150 million domestic, another 115 million global, so we're looking at just under 265 million total. Man, there used to be a time when that was awesome. But, you know, not so much. Not when you're looking at, you know, 2 billion, 1.1 billion, 1.3 billion. I mean, yeah, it's a lot to live up to, to be sure. So here we go. You know, all the flop headlines and whatnot. And it gets a little harder to defend the idea of it not being a flop per se. And certainly not when you have the last three movies performing the way that they did. Well, yeah, there you go. And the craziest thing about it is, is that because of the fact that I do a Star Wars podcast, People know <laughs> that I happen to talk about Star Wars a lot, and they like to share their opinion with me about Star Wars stuff. Personally, to my face, for everybody that I've talked to about this movie, and I gotta tell you, people are not shy about saying they didn't like something if they didn't like something, even talking to me in person. But the lion's share of people who I've talked to about Solo, A Star Wars Story have absolutely raved about it, have said it was fun, it was exciting, that they enjoyed Alden Ehrenreich's performance, that the whole thing was a great time at the movies. And it's just so bizarre to have this experience, to see how Solo was doing at the box office, and the cognitive dissonance of that compared to the feedback that I'm getting from people that I talk to saying, yeah, we loved it. Yeah, it was great. Now, there is naturally a vocal minority of folks who are calling for changes in creative direction at Lucasfilm and waving at Solo as only the most recent reason why that needs to happen. And when you throw names at the whole thing, of course, it's Ryan Johnson and Kathleen Kennedy that get thrown at it. And, you know, Ryan Johnson didn't have anything to do with Solo, a Star Wars story. So why he's getting dragged in is, of course, because of that vocal reaction over The Last Jedi. So to everybody who's saying, oh, yeah, you know, Kathleen Kennedy needs to be removed. Well, A, no. And B, not going to happen for quite a while, at least. I mean, when you think about the fact that, A, she's got four Star Wars movies under her belt and three of them grossed over a billion dollars. Well, yeah, there's no reason to get, show her the door for any reason at all. Second of all, she's got a tremendous track record even before she took over as president of Lucasfilm. So, I mean, I think the deal is she's like the number three producer of all time in terms of box office revenue. So, again, 
not going anywhere anytime soon. Another bit of evidence. When you think about the comparative of the DC Extended Universe, well, how many movies did it take until they showed Zack Snyder the door? It took four of them, specifically Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and Suicide Squad, and then Justice League. I mean, that's, you know, four big movies that all did badly. And so that was what it took to get somebody out the door. So you're talking about doing something like that to say to Kathleen Kennedy, hey, eh, maybe not anymore. And we are nowhere near that. Now, there are some folks who have even been commenting on the YouTube channel saying, well, you know, get with the picture. This is the first one and this is how it's going to go. And The Last Jedi was only, you know, the the first one really and Solo is the second one and it's all going to come down. And I just, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. Kathleen Kennedy has two much of a successful track record to ignore and we've got jj abrams directing episode nine and co-writing it again so i don't see how this ends badly for kathleen kennedy whatsoever and as far as theories about whether that vocal minority of people that hated the last jedi whether they're actually the ones who are doing the damage to solo a star wars story well i'm going to address that straight head on on tomorrow's podcast i've been talking around it a little bit but we're just going to go right into the teeth of it tomorrow for today though that is going to do it for the show all right we'll do last jedi trivia after the break here stay tuned hey rebel rouser no sponsor on this episode today, so I just have a favor to ask instead. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, last time I asked you what prevents Paige from triggering the bomb bay doors the first time she tries to open them. Sort of a trick question. The answer is nothing. They open just fine when she triggers them. Today's question, though... What happens the first time that Paige tries to get to the activator switch to drop the bombs? And that's going to do it for today's podcast for you. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. Hey, before you get captured on Geonosis, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not a separatist trick, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay-clean technology. 
making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boy's easy opening, smooth pouring container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big